Take your Bibles to Acts chapter number 1. Acts chapter number 1. If you will, I'm going to do my best to share with you what God has given me and uh, speak to you this morning on the subject of Judas. In Acts chapter 1, we see that Jesus has left. He's empowered the disciples. And uh, then Jesus, as He leaves, He gives them the Holy Spirit. And in verse (coughs) number 13, they have an upper room and uh, where the 120 are assembled together, and we preached on how they prayed. And then after they get done praying, Peter begins to speak. I'm going to take what Peter says in these uh, 11 verses, if you will, and really try to do my best to dissect it and give you a simple thought this morning. Uh, So if you have your Bible in Acts chapter number 1, let's begin reading in verse number 15. If you can, let's stand and uh, we'll we'll read together there Acts chapter 1 and verse number 15. Bible says, And in those days Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, (coughs) The number of names together were about 120 Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took it, took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and he and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto, the, unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as, as that field is called in the proper name, uh, whatever that says, that, it, that is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. <coughs> Wherefore, of these men which have com- accompanied Uh, With us at the time, the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, being from the begin from the from the beginning from the baptism of John unto the same day that he was taken up from us. Must one be ordained to be witness with us of his resurrection? And they appointed two: Joseph called Barabbas, and uh, whose surname was Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed. And said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen, that he may take part of his ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven. Let's pray. Lord, I ask you right now... (coughs) That you will help my throat, what's going on there. I pray that you will remove all obstacles. I pray for people in our church today. I pray that you'll help me to convey the thought in which you have me to convey. I pray that you'd, you'd help me this morning 
to preach uh, exactly what you want me to preach. I pray also that if there's one in here today that doesn't know for sure that heaven is their home, I pray that today would be the day of their salvation. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, y'all may be seated. As we make our way through this scripture text in Acts chapter number 1, uh, as by way of introduction, if you will, the selection of the new apostle in uh, Psalms chapter number 109 and verse number 8, the Bible says, let his days be few and let another take his office. Uh, Peter, in, in this text, in, in, in Acts chapter number 1 and verse number 20, uh, Peter is, is quoting the book of Psalms in chapter 109 and says, let his habitation be dwelt uh, desolate. And then he says, and let his bishopric, let another take. Peter is quoting the scripture, Psalms 109, where it says, let his days be few and let another take his office. The word bishopric means office. And so Peter is asking, is quoting the scripture knowing that Judas is now gone. It's now time for someone else to take his spot. The reason, this is the reason they chose to take another spot. <coughs> there are two, I believe, two or three other times in the scripture, two or three other times mentioned in the scripture, Jesus said that Judas will fulfill scripture. Uh, there was scripture that needed to be fulfilled, and that was Jesus being betrayed. And it was prophesied of Old Testament men uh, that Jesus would be cruci- uh, would be betrayed by Judas, uh, not necessarily his name intact, in but ultimately uh, this was something that was going to be taking place. So here we are, we have the 12 disciples of Jesus, uh, then became the 12 apostles, or the 11 apostles, because by the time Jesus uh, had had risen from the dead, if you will. From what I understand, the timeline is Judas had by that time killed himself. Uh, Judas uh, went in and he betrayed Jesus uh, for 30 pieces of silver and he went out and he hung himself. And the Bible says in this text that his bowels burst. What happened was is the, the rope broke or whatever took place, how he hung himself and he fell to the ground and it burst his bowels all over the place. Listen, uh, the reason Judas did that, uh, we could go on and on. We could, we could talk and debate why Judas killed himself, why Judas decided to take his own life. But ultimately, Judas decided that his sorrow, his grief, his mistake, his decision to betray Jesus drove him to the place where he needed to take his own life. But Judas did. And Judas was the one who killed himself. It was no one else's fault. It wasn't anybody else's decision, but Judas and Judas alone. And because of Judas not being present, because of Judas not being there, they needed another person to take his office of being the 12 disciples, if you will. Jesus mentions about the 12 disciples, specifically about setting up the kingdom and things to that nature. So the disciples knew there needed to be another apostle. There needed to be another disciple, if you will. And so here we are, we're in the upper room. Peter begins to quote scripture. Peter begins to say, listen, in verse number 22 and verse number 23, Peter says, and they appointed two, (coughs) a man named Justice and a man named Matthias. In verse number 24, that listen, and what they did was the best thing that they could do. These 120 men decided that they wanted to, to fulfill that 12th position. 
And so what did they do? They prayed about what to do. Uh, Listen, the most important thing that we can do is when we make a decision, when we do something, we need to pray about what to do. Not just jump headlong into it without ever asking God what he thinks about it. But here it is. Peter says, well, wait a minute. We've got these two men. Let's pray. Let's pray. And they prayed and asked God. He said, Lord, you know our hearts. He said, show us whether, verse 24, of these two thou hast chosen. They asked God, show us who you've chosen. Who have you chosen? I've read after many different men, and a lot of men don't believe that Jesus, or they should have appointed a 12th person. But according to this, this scripture here in verse number 24 God chose him. You say, how? Thou hast chosen. Lord, hey, who? which man do you want? Which man do you want? You choose who you want. Because if the Lord didn't want either one of them, he wouldn't have chose either one of them. He wouldn't have chose Matthias if he wanted to choose. No, he specifically chose Matthias. And verse number 20, uh, the last verse, verse number 26 tells us that he chose Matthias. God let Matthias take that place. But he was, <coughs> now, you say, well, uh, he needed to take that spot. He needed to fill that spot. This was the selection of the new apostle. You say, well, well, did he really take that spot? Because I've heard people say that it should have been Paul. Paul was that 12th apostle. No, Paul was, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter number 5 or 15, that Paul was an apostle to the Gentiles. He was, a Paul, he was an apostle born out of due time is what he says. Uh, Paul says this, but also in that text in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 4, he begins to tell about Jesus and the proof that Jesus resurrected from the dead. And in verse number 4, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And then he goes on in those following verses in 1 Corinthians 15 to list who he was seen by. And the Bible says in verse number 5, And that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. Who was the twelve? The twelve apostles. Because Judas was not there. So even Paul recognized Matthias as being the twelfth man. You say, what do you mean? Paul uh, recognizes uh, uh, Matthias as being... In the Scriptures, Matthias is never mentioned again. But God placed him into that position. Now, here's the, here's the thrust of the message, okay? So that's just introductory thoughts, but I just want to ask you this question. Number one, if you will, did Judas go to heaven? Did Judas go to heaven? And sure, we could go around the room and you could give your thoughts and you would say yes or maybe you would say no. Well, listen, and as we're, I'm going to do my best to show you through the Scripture on what the Bible says about Judas. <coughs> 
But there's a reason why we must know. There's a reason why we must investigate. Listen, the reason, or the, the, the reason that Judas would go to heaven or the reason that Judas would go to hell is not because of what he did with his last thoughts. Judas did not, if you will, uh, his suicide did not determine whether he went to heaven. His suicide did not determine that he went to hell. Suicide does not determine someone's outcome when it decides heaven or hell. See, you make that decision way before suicide ever takes place. And whether a person goes to heaven or whether a person goes to hell is not based on how good a person is. And it's not based on what church you belong to. It's not based on what you do with your outward actions. It's based on what you do with Christ. Amen. See, and that determined whether Judas went to heaven. And that alone determined whether Judas went to heaven or hell. In verse number 25... The Bible says that he fell. He fell in verse number 25 that he might take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell. Judas fell from the transgression by his transgression. Judas fell because of his sin. Judas fell because of his betrayal. Judas fell because of his decision to commit suicide. Judas, the Bible says in that verse, he did not fail the grace of God. He did not fail, uh, not get to go to heaven. That's not what it says. He failed his apostleship. He failed his position. That's what he failed. He didn't fall from grace. He didn't fall from grace. He fell from his apostleship. He fell from that position in which he held. He fell from that position. Not because, not, uh, he didn't fall from grace. Listen, not only did we see in verse number 25 that he fell from his part of the ministry, he fell from his apostleship, but there is no record in the New Testament, no record in the Gospels that Judas ever called Jesus Lord. Every time when Judas spoke to Jesus, he called him Master. And he never called him Lord. Judas, we see, he fell from his apostleship and part of the ministry. There is no record of Jesus, of Judas ever calling Jesus Lord. <coughs> Judas wasn't there when the Holy Spirit of God breathed on them or Jesus breathed on them the Holy Spirit. Judas wasn't there. Judas wasn't there. Judas didn't call Jesus Lord. In John chapter number 6 and verse number 7, Jesus answered them talking to his disciples. He said, have I not chosen you 12? He said, I chose 12 of you and one of you is a devil. Jesus said, I chose 12 disciples. I chose 12 to follow me and one of you is the devil. One of you is the devil. Isn't it interesting enough that Jesus called Judas a devil? Judas, the Bible says that he fell from his, by his transgression from his apostleship. He did not call him Lord. He wasn't there when the Holy Ghost came. He wasn't there when Jesus breathed at it. Jesus called him a devil. The Bible says in James that the devils 
believe and tremble that there is a God. See, the atheists out there in this world, even the devils believe in God. You say, well, does this answer my question? We're almost getting there. We're getting there. Did Judas go to heaven? From what did he fall from? He fell from his ministry and his apostleship. There is no record of him saying, Lord, he wasn't there when Jesus breathed on them. He, he, the Bible tells us Jesus called him a devil. And in John chapter 17 and verse number 12, he said he's praying. This is the prayer. Jesus was praying. He said, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost. He said, all of these 12 disciples, none of them are lost, but the son of perdition. That the scriptures <coughs> might be fulfilled. Do you know that the Bible only calls or only uses the son of perdition twice in the scripture? There's only twice that the... <coughs> that the word son of perdition is used. Jesus speaking of Judas, calling him the son of perdition. And then in 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2 and verse number 3, Paul says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall come, except there come by falling away first, that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Is that not referencing in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse number 3? It is referencing the Antichrist. So here it is, Judas who walked with Jesus, Judas who saw the miracles of Jesus, is called the son of perdition, which is equal to the Antichrist. Do you know the Antichrist will be Satan incarnate? It will be, it will be Satan's version of Jesus. See, everything good that God has, the devil has a cheap imitation. There is no scripture. There is not one scripture in the Bible. The Bible refers to Judas as being possibly the Antichrist, Satan incarnate. The Bible speaks that there he fell from his apostleship. He's no record of Jesus ever calling him Lord. He wasn't there when the Holy Ghost was breathed on them. Jesus called him a devil. Listen, there is no scripture ever to record or ever to suggest that Judas ever believed in Jesus. Judas sat in church. Judas sang the songs. Judas dressed all nice and pretty. And I'm going to tell you, Judas is in hell today. Judas did not go to heaven. His own place. You know, hell was not created for humans. Hell was created for the devil and his angels. Who is Satan? The son of perdition. You can play church all you want to. And you can sit in here and look nice. 
I have your Sunday best on. But I want to tell you, that ain't getting you there. That's right. Listen, it's not what's going to get Trenton there. It won't. Did Judas go to heaven? No, he didn't. Let me ask you this. Number two, will you go to heaven? No, heaven. Well, listen, I'm part of the 12. Well, well, I, I, I come to church and I dress real nice. And I give my tithes and the offering, uh, and I'm real nice to my neighbor, and I make sure I help the lady cross the street, uh, and I make sure that I'm really nice to everybody and speak real nice and talk real nice. Uh, listen, that ain't going to get you there. When Jesus, Judas, but took part of feeding the 5,000, Judas took part. Judas took part of healing the blind and causing the deaf to hear and the lame to walk. Judas took part of that. Just because you come to church and look nice and say everything right and cross your T's and dot your I's won't mean that you're going to go there. I believe there's preachers. I believe there's church members who are lost on their way to hell. Because they've never truly put their faith in Jesus to save them. Say, why do you say that? (coughs) Why do you say that, Brother Trenton? Why do you say that? Because the Bible says, (coughs) in Matthew chapter 7 and verse number 21, Jesus said, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of the Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name cast out devils. And in thy name we did wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. To be honest with you, in my opinion, that's one of the saddest verses in all the Bible. How? How could Judas walk with Jesus and talk with Jesus And spend the day with Jesus every day for three, three and a half years. Side by side. And not go to heaven. Because he never believed. You're not going to get to heaven and Jesus is going to say, how can, why, why should I let you in here? Well, you see, on... Such and such date, I was a good guy. And on such and such date, I did some good works. None of that matters. Because Jesus says in that text, in Matthew, the verse that we read, there will be those who prophesied, which means to preach. There will be those who cast out devils, and they won't go to heaven. Because it's not about the work 
that you do. It's about the work that He did. Amen. Amen. I can't get anybody to heaven. And I can't pray you, I can't pray you into heaven. Now look at me. I'm on close. But I want you to ask you, look at yourself in the mirror. Will you go to heaven? I sure hope so. Maybe. No. First John 5.13 says, These things that I've written unto you, that you may know, K-N-O-W. Yes. No. That you have eternal life and that you believe in the name of the Son of God. The Bible says that you can know that you're going to heaven. Yes. If you do not know you're going to heaven, there's only one other place you can go. That's right. I don't want to wake up with Judas. <laughs> well, I'm a church member. It doesn't matter. Well, I've done this good. No, it doesn't matter. If you do not know that heaven is your home, you don't get to enter in. I remember as a boy, I was a preacher's kid. And at nine years old, I'd made a profession of faith that I went down and prayed and even got baptized. But when I was about 10 or 11, God began to work on my heart that I was lost. I wasn't going to heaven. My daddy being a preacher, we was, we was in church every Sunday. Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And every time I heard him preach, guess what I heard? You're lost. If you don't get saved, you're going to go to hell. But for... About a year and a half, I went like this. I didn't want to hear it. Because my daddy was a preacher. What are they going to say? What are they going to say, man? That's a preacher's kid. Man, he's already been prayed with. He's already been baptized. What are they going to say? That's what played over and over in my mind. June 14th. I remember sitting in the second pew or first pew, somewhere around in there. We had a guest preacher come in and preach for us. And he preached on hell. And I sat in my pew as a 12-year-old boy, knowing I was lost. Invitation time came. I knew I was lost, but I never moved. I ain't getting up there. I, I am not walking that aisle. I am not doing it. I ain't going to do it. What are they going to say? The preacher's kid walking the aisle. I didn't do it. I went home. And I laid in my bed and all night long I tossed and I turned. And I tossed and I turned. Until I couldn't do, deal with it no more. I got up out of my bed. And I ran to my parents' room and I said, Listen, Mom, I've got to get saved. My mama didn't look at me and she said, well, didn't you do that before? She didn't do that. She said, come here, let's pray. Come on, you know what the Bible says. And I kneeled right beside my mama's bed 
And I prayed and asked Christ to save me. Amen. And that from that day forward, Amen. I've never had a doubt. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you're sitting here this morning, well, I, I don't want to be embarrassed. I, I, I don't know what people would say. Forget what those will say. Amen. Because if we don't, if, if somebody in here doesn't rejoice with you, I'm sorry. Amen. They're wrong. I'll rejoice with you. Amen. That's right. The most important decision you'll ever make yes. is taking your faith yes. and putting it in Jesus and asking Him to save you. Oh, hallelujah. Do something Judas never did. Right. Do something that many who have gone on before never did. Right. <coughs> Listen, I heard someone tell me this one time. They said, well, if she ain't going to heaven, then ain't none of us got a chance. Listen, I don't care how good they are. Amen. Come on, we... That's right. I don't care how good they are. Mm-hmm. If they don't ask Christ to save them, they won't Mm-mm. get there. Amen. That's right. You won't either. And neither will I. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Or I pray that none of us would leave a lost